Happy Friday, Derek Zemrak. How's the box officer doing today? I'm doing great. It's always good when Friday comes about. And know what movies we should see thanks to you and your reviews. What have you got for us first? Yeah, the first one is actually The Card Counter, which actually played at the Venice Film Festival and just played it last week at Telluride Film mm. Festival. It came limited in the United States after that reading, and then it went wider this week. So this is a movie. It's presented by Martin Scorsese, who's the executive producer, and um, it is a movie that you you may think, oh, it's a card counter. It's about poker. Right. Well, yeah, it is a little bit about poker. Poker is the main theme around it, but it's not like you're going to see just this whole movie about poker. Now, this is um, written and directed by Paul Schaefer, who wrote a lot for Scorsese, including Taxi Driver. So this guy has been writing for Ever, okay? And it's a movie that you have to go in and think about because it's not something that's going to, no special effects, no thing, just a dialogue-driven film about this guy who has immersed himself into playing cards because he's dealing with his past. Hmm. The casinos don't like card counters. Right. Once they find out your card counter, you move on. You know? They yeah, exactly. You You're banned. And yeah, and all he's trying to do is win enough money. And it's, uh, Oscar Isaac is uh, plays oh. this character. His name's William, who's fantastic. I think he's one of the most underrated actors yeah. in our day. I like okay? him. Okay, just a phenomenal actor. Um, so he encounters Tiffany Haddish. Okay, now this is a really different role than her usual straight out comedy. A little more of a dramatic. Now, I have to say, I thought it was a miscast. I did find her believable in the character. Huh. She is what's called a person who backs these people and say, hey, I'll give you the money. You give me half the money. Okay. So she's not the gambler, but she puts up all the money. So they encounter each other. And then he encounters a young boy, um, not young boy, young man, I should say, <laughs> who's played by Ty Chun. He is one that William, Oscar's character, finds that it's a person that reminds him of him when he was young. So he cuts a deal with him of something that he must do, and he'll give him a whole bunch of money. Now, why Ty got into this role was because he realizes that that his character is his father, and uh, Oscar's character, William, have something in common on the past. So, And that has to deal with the character by played by William Defoe. Okay. So this is a lot of stuff going on, right? Yeah, You're like, oh, I, a lot! I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think this movie was it was it was very interesting, very different type of film. Like you take on Taxi Driver, okay? It wasn't just about taxis, right? You know, it's the same concept. It's about poker. Now, if you want to see a poker movie, see uh, Twenty One that's you know streaming on Netflix because it's not about poker, but it's a man dealing with his past and how he's going to solve those things with other characters that come into his life and uses them to get where he wants to be. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Very intriguing film, powerful. Oscar's fantastic. I think it's one of the better performances that I've seen. And a lot of people that I, I did a little research on, other critics have been saying that Oscar wasn't good. What? Well, this is a gentleman who, 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 who had a lot of tragedy in his life and mentally affected him. So he's just a poker-faced person who just <laughs> doesn't trust anybody and just doesn't want to show any emotions. Yeah. And I thought he did a fantastic job because that's one of the hardest roles to play because you're like, this guy is just 
he's got problems. Yeah. You know? But he's not showing <laughs> so, us any of them. <laughs> yeah. So I think the writing was amazing. I think, like I said, Oscar's performance was in, in, was really good. And But I enjoyed the cinematography and the way that Paul Schaefer actually did these shots that set the tone for the scenes to come. Now, there were some brutal scenes in this, but there's also some brutal scenes that took place behind closed doors, and you knew in your mind what was going on, but you didn't see it. Now, that's filmmaking, because you're letting the film tell the picture instead of the graphic scenes that you might, you know. Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm really intrigued. Definitely worth a watch. Not for everybody, because you're going to, some people are just going to walk out going, Mm. "Mm, what did I just see? (laughs) And this was, I thought it was Tiffany Haddish making jokes all the time. And that's not the Tiffany Haddish you're going to get on this part. So, but anyways, I give it three slates out of five. I enjoyed this movie. And, you know, if you want to go see a different type of film, because, you know, we're always being hit by, you know, the super, Mm -hmm. super, hero films and all that stuff you want to see something different this is this is for you awesome you know what um we actually should introduce a new segment to the podcast called confirmation corner and since you brought up (laughs) tiffany haddish i had to tell you you were so freaking right about her movie with billy crystal called here today i bawled my eyes out on a delta (laughs) flight to dallas watching that movie i was so moved and it was so fantastic and uh since i'm giving you derek was right aka confirmation (laughs) corner i will also tell you you were completely right about cruella i was so (laughs) bored with that movie Yeah, Yeah, it was slow paced way too long, as I said in the review. It was like, could have been cut down. And the thing is, is that, you know, their hype is more, you know, getting sued nowadays than anything else. (laughs) You know, you're you're hearing that the movie was bad, but now you're hearing that, you know, they're suing over the the streaming things and everything else that was supposed to be going on. So (laughs) it's a movie that, and it's such, you know, 101 Dalmatians is such a great film. And that character, you know, you got. You got Corella and you got Ursula. You know, those are the main characters in Disney that everyone knows. And then you try to do something that doesn't work because you want to make a buck. And it's like the buck stops here. So Yeah, yeah. I was not happy about that. So I just had to tell you, you were right. Because I know we all like to hear we're right every once in a while. Well, you know, that does help. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm glad that you liked here today. Because I think that's a special film. It's a small film. I mean, like I said, it would probably be in my book, you know. Yeah. If it wasn't, you know, written last year, <laughs> um, because it's something that, you know, they just didn't put the money behind the film to publicize it. And I thought the writing was great. It was clever, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. definitely. So. so the next film you're going to talk about, I mean, Clint Eastwood <laughs> is 91 years old and he's still making films. Tell us about Cry yeah. Macho. Yeah, well, Cry Macho, I can only tell you a little bit about it because we didn't see the movie. Now, most movie critics, when they don't have a press screening, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be a bomb. Unless it's Clint Eastwood because he decides whether I'm having one or I'm not having one. Uh-huh. So he decided he's not having one. Everyone is in anticipation of comes out today for this movie. Now, he is 91 years old, and in this 20 times, he plays a rodeo star mm-hmm. who, you know, later in his years has been a macho and macho guy and all this stuff about macho. And then he has a friend who actually wants him to find his missing son in Mexico. And mm. So he goes in, and through the time as he gets older, he realizes, you know what, being macho is not always the best thing you huh. have to have 
situations in your life that carry you through. So that's the theme of the movie. I can't say that <laughs> I saw the movie because I did not see it. Uh, I want to see this movie. I did hear a few few people that did see it uh, coming out of Hollywood said that, as with most Clint Eastwood movies, it's extremely, extremely slow. Oh, yeah. And at 91 years old, you probably get a little slower <laughs> in your Everything you do, and it's probably that same way with Clint Eastwood. So I've heard mixed things about it. Uh, unfortunately, I can't report on it. Yeah. Uh, but it is on HBO Max, and it's also in movie theaters. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But, you know, that's the power that Clint Eastwood has. Yeah. It's like, Exactly, exactly. I don't want that, anyone to review it. That dude, is ne- <laughs> that dude and my mom are never going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is rated PG-13, so, you know, it's not going to be, you know, R-rated. And he's had some great films in his career. And the only thing that I've seen in, in the trailer, and I can only say with the trailer, okay. I mean, it's just that monotone of Clint Eastwood. Mm. You know, he's gotten older, and it just seems so slow, like, Mel, let's go, time to go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I, I remember, what was the one from the 70s where you did those? The Outlaw Jesse James. No, not with the That was... Josie oh, Wales, man. I mean. It's the Outlaw <laughs> Josie Wales. Good Lord. Why am I so, like, blanking on Clint Eastwood? I'm apparently having old person brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, I can't think of the name of the movie. I want to say it's something with Loose or something. Um, oh, man. Oh, now this. I want to know before we go, or it's going to, like, drive me crazy. Yeah, I, I will. Oh, every which way but Loose. Oh, that was funny that was a very funny <laughs> funny movie right on my friend well since it is on hbo max i might take it in this weekend just because i want to see what clint's doing at the ripe old age of 91 yeah i probably see it too so maybe we can talk about it because i do want to see it yeah so, sounds good yeah. All, all right dear thank you so yeah. much all as right. always and i'll talk to you next week all right bye-bye